Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Crowdcast. I'm blurry. <laughs> it's like I had a night out on the town. <laughs> so very glad uh, you are joining me uh, on today's Wednesday show. We're going to try to fix this. I this thing is blurry over here. I don't know what's going on with it, uh, but it, it does not want to focus uh, on me at all. Uh, but that's we'll we'll try to get it fixed, or I'll just be blurry for ten seconds <laughs> every other moment of the day. <laughs> We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, oh, a lot to talk about. Fetterman v. Oz. Uh, we got Hillary at 75 today. It's made me think about Ir my neighbor, Irma, and aging. Grubhub greed. Uh, we got to talk about that. Uh, and is there anyone, anyone at all in Georgia that Herschel Walker has not paid for an abortion for as another woman steps forward uh, and says, oh, he drove me to get it. He, he is nice. He does seem to drive them to get the abortion and pay for it at least. But... Now that he's a forced birth Republican, which is what they're being called, uh, it's a little hypocritical. Just a bit. Uh, but let's talk with some. Start with some pop culture. I don't listen to Kanye West. You don't listen to Kanye West. You couldn't name three of his songs. I couldn't name one of his songs. Uh, and yet we seem to know about Kanye West. Uh, and or now he's called Ye, just Y E. He took the Y E off of his name and he's Ye. So Ye. Now, your kids might know him. I don't know. He's got a lot of clothing lines, obviously, uh, through Adidas and The Gap and, uh, you know, all these other places. Ugly clothes. Ugly. Like designed by a blind person clothes. No, that's, that's unfair to blind people. Uh, I, I know that Stevie Wonder could make better clothing choices than Kanye West. Uh, but anyway, he went on this whole, you know, anti-Semitic, you know, raid again. Uh, and now he's being canceled by Hollywood. He's been dropped by his agency, CAA, Creative Artist Agency, one of the largest in the world. I think the largest. Uh, Adidas, who he bragged could not drop him, uh, did drop him. Uh, and he got, you know, the boot from them. And in one day, his net worth, get this, uh, went from $1 billion, he was in the 10-digit club, uh, to just $400 million. Crime a river, I know, right? Uh, but he claims it's because he spoke out against the Jews, and of course it is, uh, because anti-Semitism is frowned upon. Anti-gay, being homophobic, not so frowned upon. Uh, Anti-trans, not so frowned upon, as Ray Fiennes defends J.K. Rowling's in the news. Uh, so you can still be anti-trans, anti-gay, you just, uh, anti-mame, uh, you just can't be anti-Semitic. And that's because Kanye West is right, and the Jews, people of the Jewish faith, are pretty entrenched in entertainment, law, uh, in these sorts of, of professions. Uh, early on in our country, when the Jews were immigrating here after World War II and, and such, they got into various professions, and it appears that doctor, lawyer, and entertainment industry are three of those professions that they gravitated to. Many immigrants gravitated towards different jobs. So I'm not being racist or anti-Semitic by saying there are a lot of Jews in the entertainment industry. There are. Uh, in power, in high positions of power. 
And it's always been that way. They ran the major movie studios back in the 30s and 40s. Uh, the blacklist period, you know, they were they were trying to, to seek them. So, I mean, th this is not new, that the Jews, uh, the, the people of the Jewish faith, not the Jews, but that the entertainment industry uh, and uh, law and uh, medicine have a lot of people of the Jewish faith in it. Uh, they just It just does. And that's not anti-Semitic. That's just an observation. Uh, and I love them, each and every one of them. Some I don't. I judge them all, you know, based on who they are, uh, not on whether they're, you know, I judge agents by whether they get me work, whether they're fair, uh, whether they're into progressing my career. I really don't judge their last name of, you know, Saperstein or whatever. You know, I really don't. It just happens that in the business you encounter people of the Jewish faith quite a bit uh, in the entertainment industry. And so, you know, he pissed them off. And so, of course, he's being canceled all over the place. Now, Spotify is under attack because they're not pulling his music. Well, most of his music that I've been exposed to, meaning yesterday, the day before, the day before, going through and looking at his lyrics, most of his music, uh, is not anti-Semitic uh, or anti-really anything, really. It's kind of benign, ridiculous stuff. Uh, there are some that, that are, and those should probably be pulled, but most of them are not. And so to pull his music, if his music isn't anti-Semitic, as an artist, I have a real issue with that because there were people who used to think that if you were gay, your music did not belong on the charts that if you were gay, you didn't belong outperforming on things like American Bandstand. You know, I mean, really, this was a thing. And so, you know, I don't ever want to say that a, a artist's personal beliefs dictate whether they're distributed. Now, whether or not they're sold or streamed or listened to, that's up to your choice. But as long as the music is not hate-filled, I see no reason that Spotify should pull it. And that's an unpopular opinion in my business right now. Uh, everyone's saying, no, Spotify should pull it. He's an anti-Semite. Yes, he is. But I don't know the political... For instance, I think that William Shatner is probably a conservative Republican from every tweet I've read. He's a Canadian, so he, you know, he doesn't... But I really think that that he and I politically would not agree, me and William Shatner. Am I to not watch Star Trek because, and not, you know, not love him as Captain Kirk because as a person I may disagree with his political beliefs? You know, there are many artists who were rapists, who were killers, uh, who were many things. You know, if we go back through history of the greatest art that we go look at, some of the greatest art in the world was created by felons or by really horrible people who raped women or treated them or men or treated them poorly. Michelangelo, or was it one of them had an affair with a 14-year-old? Of course, back then, he only lived to 30, 35. So. But what I'm saying is when we judge the art by who the artist is as a person, it becomes problematic. Because you can like a painting, but hate the painter. Now, I'm not saying you have to buy the painting or that you have to support the painter. 
But you can look at it and go, you know, I like that. Pity it's by so-and-so, or I'd look into buying it. It's the same thing with Kanye. You can stream his music for free, you know, and enjoy it if you want to, but buy a concert ticket, buy some of his clothing, you know, buy into him. Meh. And so I'm, I'm a little torn. I'm not torn on him being dropped by agents and all of that. He's, he's mentally ill. He won't medicate. Uh, and he's bad for business. So I, I you know, yes, they're going to distance. He's going to blame anti-Semitism or whatever. But the fact is, he's just bad for business. And so they're getting rid of him. But as for pulling his music, banning his music, unless his music is anti-Semitic, then I see no problem with leaving his music up. You know what? There are many singers, country singers. There are some country songs I like, and I know I would not like the politics of the person singing it. And so, I don't know, where do you stand on this? Leave a comment below. Does who the artist is as a person, their political views, uh, their stance on things, you know, whether or not they're racist or a felon, does that affect your desire to consume their art? And do you believe that we should distribute the art of people who are terrible people? Kanye West is an unmedicated, mentally ill, really terrible person. Should we even distribute music by him? As a society, should we just say, no, people like you, you don't, you don't get to make music. You know, make it in your, you don't get major distribution. You don't get, you can stay on the fringe. We don't need your voice over here. Is, does that make us a better, I'm asking you. So you can, you, you know, you can send me an email at askme at reallycorel.com, R-E-A-L-L-Y-K-A-R-E-L, askme, M-E, askme, at reallycorel.com, or just leave a comment down below here on the YouTube or Patreon or wherever you're watching or listening, SoundCloud or Progressive Voices or Apple uh, you know, Podcast, wherever you're at, Canada, Ireland, United States, India, one of the 18 countries that I speak to every three, you know, three times a week. Do you believe that the personal views of the artist or whether the artist was a felon or a criminal, does that influence whether or not you will consume their art? Because... We'd have to sanitize a lot. You know, pedophile filmmakers, we don't allow that. There's been a few films by people that have been charged with uh, sex with a minor, and those films didn't, you know, Powder is an example. Hulk, uh, Jeepers Creepers 3, uh, these are movies where their directors uh, had criminal charges against them for sex with a minor. And subsequently, the films did not take off. They weren't bad movies. I like powder, actually, uh, but they didn't take off because the director had a stain. Roman Polanski, do you watch his movies? He technically raped a young girl. So that's what I mean. How do we do that? How do you do that? Some of you just might say, yeah, no, I don't need any other art or anything of that in my life. They, no, that don't, I don't. If they're a bad person, I don't, you know. 
Or, you know what, if I like a song, I like a song. If I like a movie, I like a movie. If I like a photograph or a painting or a, a book, you know, I like it. Doesn't mean I, you know, agree with the author, but which camp are you in? I'd love to hear your comments on that. All right, let's get to some other stuff that we're going to talk about today. Uh, Fetterman versus Oz. Let's do that because that's in the news. Uh, and people are, a lot of people are attacking Fetterman's cadence of his speech uh, and how they had to ask the question and he had to wait to read it. We are watching a real-time stroke rehab in, in public. And that this man has the courage. You know, a lot of candidates are saying they're not going to debate. They're just like, I'm not going to debate. For him to actually have the personal courage to go out and go to a public debate that he knew was going to be hugely watched by not just people in this state, but out of the state, because A, Dr. Oz is a snake oil salesman from TV and has fans, and B, it's a race that a lot of people are watching, to go out there and at, after having a stroke and not being fully recovered. And he's not fully recovered. He's, in, he's rehabbing right now. To go out there with the impediments that it has given him the courage as someone who worries about things like that all the time, the courage to do that, I don't even know that. I don't know if I have that courage. That's some courage. That's a courageous individual right there. That is an individual I believe you may want as your senator or congressperson because that man is not afraid to fight, obviously. And he's obviously not afraid to stand up for what he believes in, even when it's not advantageous for him to do so. And he knew he'd get judged, and he did. He got judged. And the fact is, we don't like people with disabilities because it makes us feel like, ooh, that could be me. And we don't, we don't, want, we don't like to see death or people with disabilities. My parents both had disabilities. My mother was four foot nine. She had bowed legs. She had a bone that was replaced with a spike in one of her legs. Child and adult stage rickets, which meant no vitamin D in her bones. She was only four foot nine. She walked, you know, with like this until she finally got new knees uh, near, I guess in her 60s. Uh, and she had to relearn to walk with straighter legs. Uh, I have been next to my mother when adults, not children, but adults, in the 60s and the 70s, called her everything from bow-legged bitch to a little midget, all kinds of dismissive, horrible things that they would say to my mom. She would always have a snappy comeback. Why do you think I am who I am? And when I finally got of age, I got in their faces as well. But we've always been cruel to disabled people. Always. Always. Try to get around a city in a mobility scooter. Go ahead, try. Especially if that city is New Orleans. You know, do you know sign language? Do you know ASL? Do you? So if you meet someone that's deaf, would you be able to communicate with them? No. You haven't taken the time to verse yourself in any other language than English. Why? Because if you meet someone that's deaf, oh, they can type, they can text. Because they've got to be able to come into your world. We don't like dis people with disabilities because we don't want to ever feel that we could become disabled. And so we don't want to see it. We don't want to see it. So we don't want to see someone rehabbing after a stroke, you know, struggling to speak. You're like, spit it out. Come on, hurry up. 
We don't have the patience for it. And that's sad because I've been around handicapped people most of my life. My parents were in and out of hospitals. They were handicapped. You know, I mean, so I've, I've been around the handicapped people. And my mother used to live in a building that was, you know, for people with disabilities. So, yeah, no, I've, I've been around and now myself disabled. We don't want to see that. And so the discussion shouldn't be about whether he should be running or not. Of course he should be. He seemed pretty capable to me. But the discussion should be, why don't we like disabled people? How many disabled people are on television? Truly disabled, in wheelchairs, speech impediments, perhaps somewhere on the spectrum, people who stutter. How many roles are written for these people? None. Barely any. And a lot of times they'll have an abled actor play a disabled person. Why? Because we don't want to see it. Now, that's, that's an evolutionary thing. It dates back to where animals will kill the weakest member of their pack. Dogs do it today. A dog will hide a toothache because it does not want the other people, including you, to know that it may not be able to eat. It does not want to be seen as weak. That's why dogs hide a lot of their pain. In the animal kingdom, if you're weak or disabled, handicapped, you're killed. Well, that came into us. And we are fighting that inside of us when we say, no, I accept and love all people, no matter their disability. You're fighting your primal cave person saying, uh-uh, they're weak, kill them. And... Because it's in my frame of reference, because I grew up with people who were handicapped. For me, it's not abnormal. But for most of you, it is. You know, I've always said if a man was sexy and he didn't have any legs or whatever, so what? So what? Like Madison Cawthorn. If Madison Cawthorn were not a neo-Nazi, he'd be sexy as hell and I would date him. I, I wouldn't care that he's in the wheelchair or can't use his legs. I really would not care. He's handsome, and if he weren't a neo-Nazi, he'd actually be intelligent, but he's a neo-Nazi. But you see what I'm saying? It's okay to find disabled people attractive. How many of you look at a handicapable person and say to yourself, they're hot? I've said that many. Oh, I know sign language, rudimentary. I forgot most of it. Because when I was 22, I asked a deaf person at, a, at the bar, the DOK West in Garden Grove, if I learned sign language, would he go out with me? He said yes, so I learned it. And he went out with me. And we had a great time. We became friends. We didn't date, but we became friends. And it was wonderful. And I should brush up on it. So the Fetterman v. Oz is not about policy, although Oz did say that a woman's right to an abortion should be between her family, her doctor, and her local elected officials. He said that. He said that a woman's health care should be determined by her doctor, her family, and her local elected officials. That's frightening. That's scary. You know, I, I don't, I'm going to run out of time and not get to all my topics, but I'm going to tell you, today I was over by the polls here at Desert Breeze Pool, and there's this poster for this guy, and it says, you know, bring back your, to bring back your freedoms. This is a white cisgendered Republican. I want to call Mr. Kelly and ask him, what freaking freedoms have been taken from you? What freedoms? 
You're a white cisgendered male. You're the one who determines freedoms. Are you a woman? Because if you're a woman where you have a man standing on stage in a public forum saying that your health care should be determined by your local elected official, then yes, you need your freedom restored. But if you're a maggot and don't even understand, you know, politicians should not use words they don't understand. Freedom, democracy, these are all words that politicians have no idea what they mean. They probably shouldn't use those words. Freedom, democracy, words like that, because they don't know what it means. They should never use the word constitution. They haven't a clue what that document means or what the founders meant when they wrote it. Politicians should not use words they don't understand. Uh, anyway, sorry, a little rant there, but that sign pissed me off. What right? What freedoms have you lost, you white cisgendered piece of crap? Uh, anyway, and by the way, happy birthday, Hillary Clinton, 75 years old today, um, which reminded me of my, my neighbor, Irma. She's 75. She wrecked her car yesterday. She is safe. She's okay. But the text was so heartbreaking because it said no more driving for me. That's it. I'm done. They're going to total the car out, and I'm not getting another one. No more driving. I remember when I had to take the Volvo keys away from my mom. We're all going to reach points in our life. By the time I'm 75, there better be cars that drive me around, okay, first of all. But we all reach points in our life where we suddenly have to give up something that we've just taken for granted for so long. You know, I asked, why was Leslie Jordan driving himself around L.A. at 67 years old and 4 foot 11? You know, he, he was, the studio should have given him a driver. And I mean that. He was a valuable asset. The, if he started having a medical event, the driver could have called 911 or whatever. I mean, why was he driving himself around like that? We all should have drivers. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I remember, you know, my mom, it hurt. It hurt her. It hurt me. It was, how many of you have gone through this with a family member where suddenly they can't drive anymore or they can't do something that everybody else just takes for granted every day and now they can't do it anymore because of a disability like we were talking about, a handicap or just aging or something happens and suddenly they just can't do it anymore. And that's a passing, you know, and... I wanted to grieve for and with her, but I didn't want to say to her, I am so sorry, let me come down and, you know, because I don't want her to be sad, but I know she's sad. She's driven since she was 16, so basically 60 years. And it ends one afternoon with a wreck. Life, right? Life. I bet Hillary doesn't drive anywhere. Um, all right. Uh -huh. I did say at the beginning, Herschel Walker is being accused of yet another, paying for yet another abortion. The woman's having a press conference as we speak. I fully believe he drove her to it. And he said, she's saying he drove me to the place. And I just, I just want to say, it appears that in the state of Georgia, half of the women have been impregnated by Herschel Walker at some point or another. I'm just saying. It just appears the man is prolific uh, and should lose the election, by the way. All right. If you're watching on the screen, I want to show you something. And this is about greed right here. So let me go live. I've never done this before, but here we go. This is Grubhub last night. I was going to order. Uh, I was going to order a vegan chimichanga and a piece of cake uh, from uh, Nacho Daddy here in Las Vegas. As you can see, uh, they already are charging more than the menu price. The menu price for the cake 
is $7.95. It's $3 more here at $10. And the, the chimichanga, which is 17 here, is only 15 at the store. So they've already marked up the items, a total of $5. If you look at the total, $28 there, you'll see how the free delivery, they say, oh, free delivery. You'll see how the free delivery, once they add in a service charge, sales tax, driver's tip, and everything else, $28 becomes $42. Are you looking at the screen? Do you see where $28 worth of food, which is really only $23 worth of food, but has already been marked up to $28. So $23 worth of food marked up to $28 worth of food and then delivered $42 for one entree, one chimichanga, and one small slice of cake. $42. All I have got to say is, Grubhub, you ought to be embarrassed. And of course, I didn't order it. It, it, it kept me from ordering it. And I thought last night, this is part of the problem. When you, first of all, if, you, if you're... All the restaurants hate Grubhub and they hate the this company does not pay for that stuff daily. They make the restaurants bill them at the end of the month. When you order from Grubhub, the restaurant is floating that food until the end of the month. And then they only get half. And so it, I mean it's it's just a big racket. And to, where you can take $28 and turn it into 42, that shouldn't even be legal. That just, sh that just shouldn't even be legal. $14. They want me to tip the driver 15% or almost $4. Why? I should be tipping the server that prepared the food at the restaurant. The, the restaurant person, the, per the, the server, who literally has to box up your food, put it in the bag, do all of that, they ain't getting a tip. They'd get a tip if you went in there, but they ain't getting one now. They want me to give it to the driver who should be being paid by Grubhub. And then Grubhub says, oh, free delivery, but a $4.49, if you look at that receipt there, well, not receipt, but that estimate, a $4 plus service charge. So free delivery, but a $4 plus service charge? That's not free delivery then. That's a lie. These companies are making hand over fist money they're giving the middle finger to all the restaurants that they serve and they are gouging you so why doesn't someone do something better i the biggest question becomes why don't restaurants go back to having their own delivery people it would bring cost way down and the answer there is minimum wage of 15 dollars, health care the whole thing the fact is, restaurants in today's world can't afford to deliver the food to you. And if you use a service like Grubhub, you can't afford to have it. Who can afford that? Can you afford $42 for dinner? And it's one item, one chimichanga, Mexican food, cheapest freaking food in the world to make. Okay? Some fake chicken, which is just seitan, which is wheat. So some wheat gluten, some beans, rice, Few spices, some guacamole, all rolled in a flour tortilla and deep fried. $18. You can make it at home for eight. 
and a piece of chocolate cake for $11. A sm I can make an entire chocolate cake for $11. But those items become delivered $21 each. So the chimichanga becomes $21 and the cake becomes $21. Who the hell has that? So now getting food delivered to you, which was a pandemic staple, that's, that's gone. In today, now the post-pandemic economy, you can't afford to have food delivered. And who could at those prices? That, they need to be regulated. That is just crazy. That is crazy to turn a $28 check into $42. That is just freaking crazy. Uh, all right, what else did I want to talk about today um, <laughs> before I go? Sorry, I'm walking out of camera, but I need my glasses. I'm old. Oh, that's it. I'm done. I am Carell. You be who you want to be, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody. We'll be back on Friday. Woo! Friday, Friday. Thank God it's Friday, Friday. Don't forget my website, reallycarell.com. Go there. Get my app. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Carell Cast app free at the app store of your choice now.